So can you tell me what was the what show are you prepping for currently? What's the national show? Um, not a national show, a pro show. Pro show. I did a national show and got my pro card in December. You go strike so, one for me. I already screwed it up. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, I did my pro debut a week after I won my pro card. Great. Um, I don't consider it as my pro prep. So okay. this is the actual prep for the pro stage. Pro season begins now. Um, I think I'm shooting for Charlotte Cup, Charlotte, but not it. sure yet. Okay. What um okay so if it's the Charlotte Cup well in your experience and I've talked to some people about this and they've kind of differentiated it for me but when you were competing when you weren't a pro does it feel ten times different now that you're getting ready for something that is legitimately like oh this is the real deal like this is what I have to focus on I miss the pressure you miss the pressure I miss the pressure I miss the pressure of all right, I'm top national competitor. I need to get my pro card. I need to get it now. This mm. is my time. Everybody's expecting me to bring something different. I feel like there's not enough pressure for me to show up and win it. I That's feel, a good thought. Yeah, I feel like people expect like, oh, you know, she's a new pro. We'll see how and how she's going to do. Um, I have high hopes for me and high expectations uh, to go to the Olympia and actually win a pro show this year. Sure. So I feel, I feel like I don't have enough pressure. Um, I don't know if it's because my coach or because where I live. I, I don't, I don't really know. I feel like there's not enough pressure and I'm trying to put that pressure on myself and it's kind of not working. I'm trying okay. really hard. It's kind of, I feel like, Oh, well, you know, it's going to be my second pro show. It's okay. No, it's not. I yeah. want to win my second pro show. Oh, heck yeah. So I'm battling with myself in okay. this with well, then, motivation, I guess. Then it begs the question, what, since motivation kind of just, you know, it's always fleeting. Motivation doesn't really last too long. What, what, what are some things you're doing now, I guess, to maintain some level of drive, like going into this? If the pressure from knowing that you were trying to become pro is sort of, came and went so what are the techniques that you're using to sort of maintain this this drive um, if anything or if it's because you've been in the lifestyle for so long it might just yeah. be that that it's just part of who you are at this point um i just go and do exactly what i'm supposed to do yeah. i don't think about it yeah but i think yeah. i put myself i try to put myself into pressure i work the best um under pressure Okay. Ever. Like if you give me a very relaxing job with not many goals to achieve, I probably won't put on that. It's effort. just not, it's just not but enough. If you give me a job that is like, okay, you got to do it. You don't have time. You have to crunch it in, put it in blood, sweat, tears. Let's go. I'll do that better. So I'm trying to get into that mindset and into that mind zone of, so I was not prescribed specifically to do faster cardio. I really think there's not much difference so I do faster cardio just because I feel that the fact that you wake up in the morning, you got to go, you got to mm, go to work. So you got to take everything with you after work, between classes, crunch that cardio in, in so you don't waste time playing in your phone. You do that cardio, you make sure the heart rate is right, you stretch, you pose, boom, you continue working. So I'm trying to create stressful situation, but I would not call it stressful. I would say assertive and um, 
more that's a great way to think oriented. so like come do it be done with it same thing with workouts i don't um i don't like training in the morning because i feel like i need more food and i don't like training in the evening because i'm already tired so i make sure in the middle of the day where i can relax and have lunch in between my jobs because i have a lot of jobs Mm -hmm. i make sure i go and i train there's no rest for the wicked right gotta go and do it because later you're not gonna do it so i feel like i'm creating myself these um motivating situations i would say but sometimes when i scroll up and down um instagram i kind of miss being an amateur yeah (laughs) but maybe didn't think in yet i i love what you said about being assertive with the way you carry about your your training because whenever you go on instagram or social media i think generally what you tend to see is that people tell you there's a certain way to do it for the best results so it's funny how like fasted cardio i always people would naturally assume that it would just be better because it sounded like fasted cardio i guess i'll burn more fat but i would approach it fasted that's why exactly but your your perspective is better yeah yeah and and i like how you do it so i think i think the fasted cardio it's more perspective Mm. it's more of a a time crunch for me than actual results and I think that timing your meals, eating them at the same time, uh, making sure you work out at the same time, take your supplements at the same time, that creates a routine. And I think routine that would, you know, strive, uh, makes me strive for greatness. So I keep routine. I think it's all from the army. Yeah. And the, but the, <laughs> and the, and the cool thing is the routine you've created is, is what works for you. So it may not, it may not be yeah. what conventional uh, yeah. wisdom says or conventional knowledge, you know, cause like, cause you always hear, Oh, you gotta work out, work out early in the morning and get your day started. And I get that you do the cardio and everything, but I've always been a middle of the day person. Cause that that's when I feel best and it just sort of feels yeah. be- better, you know? Yeah. I split my workout into two. So I'll do cardio in the morning, the stretching, the posing, all that stuff, because as a pro you have to pose every day. Um, and then mm. in the afternoon I'll lift. And I think that lifting is not, as stressful as the morning time, I think the cortisol is way lower. I feel for that. Me, at least. I feel that. Um, yeah. So I can really pay attention to, you know, um, focusing on the muscle that working, lifting heavy. I still need to keep intensity in my training. That's just the only way my body grows. Yeah. Um, and then in the morning, it's more of let's lift that heart rate. Let's make everything efficiently. So, but yeah. I do tell my clients as well, when I um, I coach lifestyle, um, nutrition and workouts, I always tell them you need to build your meal plan from the macros I give you um, to suit your lifestyle. So okay. you don't have to do it in the morning. You don't have to do it in the evening. If you, can, if you all can only train at night, train at night as long as you get it in. Same really thing cool. with food. If you're not a person who likes chicken, don't eat chicken. There's so many other proteins you can substitute. If you're not a person that likes rice, don't eat rice. There's other things you can eat. You need to hit the macros, hit the calories the way you're supposed to, but as well, listen to what your body likes, you know, so you don't have inflammation in your gut, but as well, listen to what you like to eat because you need to create consistency that works for you. If those meals are not satisfying to you, don't taste good to you. You're not going to stay consistent. You want to create consistency. Consistency is key to see a uh, very um, familiar results. 
see the same result every time. You want to lose a pound a week, you're going to lose a pound a week if you stay consistent. And if you don't lose, you can look back and see, okay, why well, didn't work? Why I didn't lose? What happened in my life that week that maybe threw me off? You know, mm. and sometimes there's no reason, of course. But when you have consistency, you have kind of like a log that you can look back and say, okay, why the, this doesn't work? And you're you're stressing you're stressing freedom too. It's almost like you're just you're you're saying, okay, well, look, you you guys can make certain choices for yourself, and I will just be here to help you analyze the results of these choices. And so it's it, it, I, I like that you can, yeah, the whole chicken and rice thing. I, I it's funny how that's still probably done everywhere, and I think that maybe people going into like exercise probably still think it needs to be. Yeah horrifyingly bad not, like that not, not athletes i think athletes educated themselves more and more that there's other ways to get to their goals gotcha. but i think everyday people um they just stuck in yeah. um the old ways and you know most of my clients search things on youtube search things on google so whatever they find whatever had the most views mm -hmm. that's what they do and mm -hmm. not always keto will work for you not always uh bodybuilding bodybuilding style right will work for you or you know, you don't need to eat canned tuna to lose weight or grow muscle. Do. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I eat yeah. almost all the proteins during the day. So I will do um eggs and protein shake and chicken and turkey and beef. And I just make different meals, different proteins, so I don't get bored. That works for me. Somebody don't like to cook that much. Maybe they'll just do two proteins of choice, mm. and that's fine. Really need to see what works for you. Yeah, but you're you're right. Variety can be implemented the way you you want it to be. It doesn't just have to be these these dry approaches to exercise. Can you tell me though? You you just said, and I like that you said you can't. Sometimes you can't necessarily train a traditional bodybuilder style. Like you can't go to the gym and do a traditional workout. What what have you seen other people doing that works for them personally? Um, well, clients. I think that to stay consistent with workout, mm -hmm. if you're not working out for a purpose of competing or some kind of performance, um, then you're training to look good. Ah. You will look good creating a deficit and you will look good um, specifically working on your healthy heart, okay. healthy mobility, and being strong, right? Okay. Uh, building muscle um sure sure so you don't you you can build muscle mm -hmm. um doing crossfit boot camp um good to hear karate, yeah. band yeah. um you can work out outside yeah you can you can do all kind of stuff street workout beach work i mean as long as you can stay consistent and it's enjoyable for you mm -hmm. you can do anything now, if you're an athlete and you're a bodybuilder, yes, you're probably going to need to hit the gym. <laughs> Got to do the gym. Um, if sure. you're a power lifter, same. You're probably going to have to lift some heavy stuff again and oh, again. Yeah. If you are um, doing gymnastics, you have to practice in your field. If you're a football player, you have to practice in your field to create better performance. Mm. But if you're a lifestyle person and just want to get in shape and look good, you can do anything, anything you enjoy. I have a lady that trains. She's a tennis player. Wow. She comes and she does a little boot camp, but most of the time she plays tennis and That's she awesome. enjoys that. She's in great shape. She looks amazing. She eats yeah. right and she does tennis. It doesn't mean that so she cannot look better than me or 
you know, because she, I mean, worse than me, because she don't lift weights at the gym. She yeah. still looks incredible, but she has a different way of exercising. So don't just stick to one thing. I need to go to gym and lift weights. That's the man. Lift heavy things and eat a lot of tuna and chicken. And then the women, they'll go on the treadmill and they stop eating altogether. Yeah, don't do that. Just <laughs> see what you already <laughs> don't eat. Don't starve yourself. Yeah. See what you already eat. That's what I always tell my clients to do is start a journal. See what you already eat. Let's see what kind of foods that are more healthy for you. Implement them. And then remove the foods that are less healthy for you. But if you want to keep something, we're just going to have to um, make sure you have the right portions of it. Yeah. And then come to the gym and work out the classes or the way uh, that you like to work out. Mm. Not a lot of people like to come to the gym and just go around the machines. And not a lot of people know. Yeah. How. Let, me, cl let me close my door just real quick. And, Hold on. And, and give me one. Give Give me one second. Let me just close my door. I'm getting some vo some noise. Uh oh. There we go. Sorry about that. You can continue. I just had to close my door there. Um, I was I was hearing my dog barking outside, and I was getting vo noise. I'm like, oh well, crap. Okay, but but anyway, no. So because I'm I'm seeing people get, especially myself. You know, you kind of get tired of the same sort of exercise routine. And it's kind of relieving to hear that you can you can do other things that maybe aren't as conventional, maybe like yoga or like Pilates or something. Yeah. And you could still find growth and new stimulation yeah. for your body because now it depends I'm, on your goals. Yeah, yeah. It depends on your goals, of course. Yeah, and so it's goal I mean, specific. You can you can as well implement a few things mm. in your um, routine. When I'm off season, I try I always try to do something one one thing new that I haven't tried before. I remember one season I decided that implementing bodybuilding style training, um, I will half of the week train as a power lifter. Okay. And yeah, that was intense. That That's was interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Did you yeah, see being, a difference though? Did it like small the... as I am? Um, let's say I didn't broke any records, but I enjoyed the yeah. The difference it was it was a change um awesome. and then you know maybe another time i implemented uh like dance class kind of zumba salsa kind of that's really thing. cool that's really and, cool uh, okay. i reduced a little bit of the cardio that i do steady state and added that one time i, I decided i'm gonna work out and do hit cardio especially in corona time yeah oh i remember we couldn't get to the gym oh, that wow. was probably one my most fun days of working out i just flip up a tire yeah got some battle, battle ropes pull up dance and every day i had to create a workout from nothing just being creative and I, I I really enjoyed that. I actually taught a few classes online yeah. because I thought that I can help a lot of people. And That's we amazing. didn't have weights. We didn't lift weights. We did a yeah. circuit workout, hit cardio, and you know, I managed to be in prep and do that. So which which that is that is intense stuff. That that quick like hit hit style of training. That's intense. Like you can do really intense workouts with basically nothing some days. Like you can really, you can ramp it up. And I like that, that understanding that like, no, you can, you can make your body go crazy in a workout, even with nothing. So yeah. 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 yeah Again, but, it depends what your goals are. Mm -hmm, depends what your goals are. I did a, uh, I did boxing or something. I, I do oh, was, it was, 
I did boxing, but it was kickboxing and then it was jujitsu and, and it was like all, all of it strung together. And, and I didn't realize that class was like three hours long. So we just like, it was just three hours and he's like, all right, we did boxing. Now let's kickbox. And you're like, are we going to be done with this class? Like ever, is it going to end? And so by the end of it, you're just like soaked. And I realized like, oh, wow, this is like, this is intense stuff. Just insane. Yeah. But that's just my random uh, rant there. But you were, you were telling me about, um, can you talk about your experience with coaching? Because I imagine people have to pair up with a coach, but what can they look for? Because you've had some bad coaches in your past, oh, yeah. right? Okay. I think I think that my coaching career started on the wrong foot already because uh, when I decided to um, train for my first show, uh -huh. I just went to the gym and hired the biggest guy in the gym. <laughs> you're, you're buff. Get over here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he was um, a top bodybuilder in Israel, nice. but he looked good. But could he teach me how to look good? Not so sure. Um, mm. So that was um, that was a rough start. Um, we tried a lot of things that probably didn't need to mm. um, train or the way he trained um, was not to my division specifically. Gotcha. Um, and We're I think when in America, I tried a few coaches too that were uh, a little bit more knowledgeable but still um, their approach was not correct to my division um, a lot of times coaches tell you things like you can't turn prone if you don't do drugs which is not true yeah. uh, a lot of times coaches will try to give you supplements that are too harsh for the division mm. I mean got you yeah that's a good point. You really don't need, like, if you are taking the route of taking enhancing um, drugs, bikini don't really need much. Yeah, but it's and in for sure not dosages of a man. Yeah, and it's and it's perfectly. I I enjoy like helping people understand how to best take drugs because I th I think it's fine. I think regulating it is perfectly acceptable and just going about it the right way. That's fine. Like I know at that level of competing at a pro, you have to, to some degree, go to that extent. I mean, maybe if you're, you know, the big bodybuilder type dudes and, you know, you're in the big divisions, but you're right. I, they probably, the bad coaches push you down roads where it's like, okay, this is way too far. Like we don't have to go yeah. over here with these drugs yeah. and stuff like that. But it's not even that uh, it comes from a simple thing of um, what you can't, you're trying to lean out a lady and mm -hmm. she don't have a lot of muscle. So first of all, don't lean her out yet. Grow some muscle on her. But if you do, and she's having some trouble losing weight, and you keep lowering and lowering and lowering and lowering the yeah, calories. That's not going to do anything, right? Got to, I got to a point one time that I think for two weeks, I ate 400 calories a day. Oh, I every know. day? Once a day, 400. <sighs> so oh, it would Lord. basically be five times a day, um, three ounces of tilapia. I think that's what it was. Jeez, no veg. Wow. No veg. It was no. terrible. Um, I did it because you know, um, I'm, I'm very, very um determined athlete. Yeah, and you yeah, I didn't you know listen no to better. your coach. <laughs> I didn't know no better, so yeah. That was intense. Um Oof. and that's hard. I should have done my research and learned that maybe that's not the right the way. <laughs> and then I Don't noticed do that. that there's a lot of other girls that have the same meal plan as I do, no matter oh, if they're no. taller, um, if they're skinnier, if they're 
more muscular. Everybody were eating the same thing. Everybody was training at the same time together. So it was cookie cutter diet, right? Mm. Um, mm. Not drinking water for almost three days before oh. going on stage. Oh, um, that that was the thing too. I mean, you wanna if you go into an extreme, if your coach tells you to do something super super extreme, check okay. online. Yeah. What can happen to you? First, not okay. if it's correct or not correct. First of all, see what's going to happen to you if you don't drink water for three days. What's yeah. going to happen? Is, is it okay to eat just fish and live on 400 calories? What eventually can mm. happen to you? Um, then you can go ahead and talk to the coach first and be like, okay, why am I doing something so intense? Would it be smarter to step back and maybe reevaluate the prep, maybe do metabolic uh, enhancement by eating more calories for a certain period of time, gaining weight back, and then trying again, um, increasing calories really high, trying to work on your metabolic, teaching your body to consume and use those calories better. And if the coach don't give you an answer, then you can go ahead and start asking other coaches. Another thing that I want to pay attention to is don't go and ask a bunch of coaches for their opinion. Oh, okay. That's good advice. Yeah, you're right. You're going to get super confused, not going to know what to follow, who to follow, what, which way to go. Before you start asking other people, you have to talk to your coach. Give him a, the time to give you explanation. Ask your coach, what is my current macros? Mm. Why am I doing those current macros? If they cannot answer you, maybe they don't know. And that's, mm. you know, that's a problem. If a coach so tells you, um, I'm not here to educate you. I'm here to coach you. Just listen to what I say. Uh. And that's it. Well, honey, I'm paying you yeah. and I'm giving yeah. you just to, you know, um, use my body as a vessel yeah. for your instructions. For their knowledge. It's my, yeah. body. It's my body. So yeah. I want to know why we're doing things. And mm. if you can't talk about stuff like that with your coach, you probably need to get a different coach. Yes, your coach should not be telling you and explaining to you exactly what he does with every client or, you know, the system of the system of what's going on. But if your client is confused and not getting results and getting frustrated, your coach should be able to talk to you. Um, that's yeah, very there, important. There really should be transparency. It, you can't, yeah. <laughs> you, you got to know what, what he wants you to do with your yeah. body at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't think it's, it's obvious as to how you go about choosing the right. A lot of people just stay loyal and just yeah. listen. And that's it. I think the most important conversation should be in the beginning before you start prep. Um, when your mind is clear and you not clouded with um, your passion to succeed. Um, I always have this conversation really before I go to prep with a new coach mm -hmm. is, okay, what is my limits? Mm. What is my, um, what, what is, what is the limit I'm going to go for? So I'll talk about like the amount of cardio I'm willing to do. Um, Usually I have no problem with that. Yeah. But for example, saying, okay, I prefer you to lower down my food and not touch my cardio because I'm very busy and I, I don't have time to do that. Yeah. I see. Okay. Or okay. some people it's the opposite. I want my food more than I want my cardio. Sometimes you don't have that choice really, but doing three hours of cardio. Yes. Yeah, something's wrong with the prep. That's a lot. Three plus <laughs> is a lot. I did do two and a yeah. half before. That was like, 
way up there, but it's, it's still okay. It's still okay. You split it out. It's still okay. Yeah. Um, maybe you're not doing your cardio uh, intense enough. So, so you, you shouldn't be doing it like every single day, right? You should at least be getting like what? Three, yeah. four days yeah, you, like that. You, you, yeah. do, you do get like one day off. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get days off of cardio. It depends how close you are to a show. Ah, yeah. But I mean, okay. having to do three hours plus that something's wrong, but as well, talk with your, um, coach with your, um, about steroids and other supplements, what you're willing to use okay. before you start. Because when we in that state that we really want to win and maybe we, we did a show and we did really good and we kind of feel like we're going to win the pro card and, mm. I will do anything to win. Don't do anything to win. Bodybuilding is a wonderful sport, but it's still a hobby. And you don't want to give up your ability for you to have children or dying or, you know. <laughs> Death. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good for a few days. Yeah. Um, so talk about that before. Okay. So I did have an experience where I told a coach that I am not willing to do any steroids. Mm -hmm. that specific show mm -hmm. at that specific time mm -hmm. and i remember closer to the show he was saying some kind of component that i should do and i was like mm -hmm. i don't know wait this do we one. have this discussion like, well yeah. don't worry it's not a steroid <laughs> i was like okay i googled it oh man this is a steroid it's like look like, what it says God, yeah like yeah. this is like for horses wow this is enhanced drug so first of all, why are you lying to me? Yeah. Second of all, we had a conversation. We had an agreement between us that you're not going to try to push past my boundaries. And you are. So unfortunately, even though we're in the middle of prep, I got to let you go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And bye-bye. And don't be afraid to tell your coaches that you're done with them. Oh, my God. So many times it happened to me, too. And I'm like, don't ghost your coach. We are your coach should be mature enough Ghost to accept that you don't want to train with him anymore. And yeah. if he's not, that's not on you. Mm. Be sure that if you switch in a coach, you notify your coach first because it will be so strange a week after the new coach is posting a picture of you that you his client. Yeah. And then your current coach is like, I thought I was training you. That's very disrespectful. You got to yeah. let your coach know. And awesome. I never got mad at my client for leaving me. They always came back, but that's yeah. another story. Um, but, you, you know, you want to yeah. try something new? No problem. Go get yeah. it. Could you give me some uh, – I'm, I'm getting a little 10-minute counter on my, my Zoom thing here. But um, can can you give me some recommendations? Like, are there specific coaches you want to give a shout-out to? Besides yourself, obviously, which, which I would say people go to Marina for your coaching. But – yeah, I do you... my lifestyle coaching. I don't okay. train athletes anymore. I do help with posing. It's Adam from See You Lino Later, his dear friend. Uh, mm -hmm. We did really good work together. Um, he, as well, is a really great coach. He has a whole team behind him, many, many competitors. Um, my posing coach, Angeline, she is new to me. I just started working with her recently. She built my sure. pro routine. Because I decided I want to go professional. I never had a posing coach, so this is super excited. I love it. She gives me homework and very so professional cool. as well. Um, and that's it. Oh, well, I have to say uh, that my sponsors, Sports Nutrition, are the best thing ever. Yeah. They helped okay. me so much when I was going through change of my sponsorship. And I was trying to fly and do so many shows and um that's awesome. Getting my pro card and just were with me all this time. And 
I am very grateful for them standing behind me. And it's a small boutique company owned by bodybuilders, um, nice. part of the NPC Louisiana. And they just love the sport and they help their athletes and promote everybody in Louisiana. And it's just a pleasure to be part of that family. And CJ, my competition bikini, um, suits just the best fit, the most professional fit in bikinis. A lot of girls ask me all the time about how to choose cuts and what color should I get. And I'm like, just go to CJ. She got you. She knows to match your bikini to your skin tone. And that was one mm-hmm. thing that really caught my eye when I signed up with them. She told me, don't wear that green bikini. I was like, why? It's so pretty. She's like, well, your undertone is yellow and it clashes. Okay. So you need the cool colors. I was like, "Ooh, wow. Okay. What a cheese. That's legit. She That's really very cool. Knowledgeable. This lady been dressing up bikini girls for the Olympia for years, probably the first bikini company. And she um, has uh, men's trunks too. Nice. They're probably the oldest in the game. So yeah, that's, that's the about it.